So I grew up in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, which is not a location that is along the waterfront. It's very much in the center of Brooklyn. And so my connection to marine life started through my dad. We would go out on these excursions to different places around the harbor, and he'd go fishing, and I'd tag along right there with him. One of my earliest memories was him teaching me how to properly pick up a crab from the back end so that it doesn't pinch me. That became sort of a thing for me, being able to do it and not feel afraid. There was one particular blue crab that I really liked. I remember him having this like nice blue color, so that attracted me to it as a kid. You love colors, things that move. So I took a pail of water, put the blue crab inside of this pail, and walked it over to the playground, essentially like walking a dog on a leash. My name is Teneja Swift, and now it's essentially my job to help others find that passion and learn about marine life, especially in New York Harbor. So one thing I get to do every summer is put on waders and help with the Great Fish Count. The Great Fish Count is an event that happens citywide, so all throughout the five boroughs. So at different sites along the waterfront, at different beaches, lagoons, basins, harbor, educators, they're working with the local community to catch different fish. We count them, we measure them, um, and all of our sites share their data and we get a picture of how the harbor is doing. Oh, they're not sea squirts. No, we can possibly uh, jellies, yeah. oh. We can possibly just put all these inside of this bucket here. So our site was at Bush Terminal Park, an old industrial waterfront in the neighborhood of Sunset Park. So I was there with my colleagues from the Billion Oyster Project. So should we set up three stations? Yeah, maybe like back here where there's open flat space. And looking over the lagoons, you can actually see the New York City skyline and the Statue of Liberty. So the first step is to sane the fish. So we want to get the fish from the harbor to land. So we sweep the water with nets. And so as you walk slowly through the lagoon, you are catching anything that's in front of the net. It's pulled right above the shore. Do you want to help identify and count some fish? So we had the community help us to get the fish from the nets into counting stations. We had a few families come out with uh, young children. Whoa, look at this big crab. Yeah, so we're going to put them inside of this bucket here, but we're going to take out all of the big things. Do you guys see any fish? Yeah. Yeah? I see a worm. Oh, I see a worm or something. Awesome. So let's see if we can get these guys into this bucket. Okay. Can someone walk this over to the clear tank? And then come right back. Make sure they get into the water pretty quickly. At one point, there were some little boys. That's cool. They were pretty excited. We're going to walk over where there's a, a bin of fish. Here. Can you see there's fish in here? Oh, wow. Can you see if you can catch some of those fish? We're fortunate enough at BOP to be able to be on the water almost every day. Um, and we want to bring that experience to those who are kind of like landlocked or may not have that connection. Good job. We can walk over together. Of course, I can't tell anyone that this is something they should appreciate. The only thing I can do is just show them. I got this shrimp. He it's has a shrimp. Yeah. Let's see if we can find anything. It's, it's, it's scary. It's Dangerous. It's right. not. It's not. Look, let me show you. <laughs> they are looking at this critter that's in their hand, and they're trying to figure it out. What's inside of this shell? How does it eat? Let's take him out. Does it have arms? Where are the eyes? Um, and trying to find the commonalities between, yeah, so like, the human body and a fish. <laughs> All right, so do you want to hold it? 
Yeah? Alright, you gotta be really delicate though. Ready? Give me your hands. Got it? What do you think it is? Let's take a look at these photos here. See his two eyes right there on the top of his head? Do any of those fish have eyes on the top of their head? Oh! Yeah, this is the back side. Yeah! You can see his spine. You see that? So it's a flounder. He lives flat. Look how flat he is. Yes, I see him. Cool. These are so cute. I think I have a thing for fish that are a little weird, um, a little different. The flounder, of course, is one of my favorites. Normally, when I find flounder, they're much larger, so about five to seven inches. But these flounders that we were finding were about one inch, sometimes even smaller. And so I think, honestly, that these were the smallest flounder I've ever, like, held in my hand. And so even now, like, even though I've been doing this for a few years, there are still new things that excite me. And finding things that spark that excitement is what keeps me going. I need my little scientist. Okay. Do you remember what these are? Snail. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, let's count them together. Let's see how many we have. So one, two, three. One of the things that we try to do is just change the way we view the harbor. You know, when you think of an Earth Day or think of a cleanup, you always think about the things that you can physically see on land. But when you think of the harbor, you don't necessarily think of that as something that's living. We want folks to have a connection to the water just as we do with land. So let's release these guys then. Put it down, tip it over, and make sure that the fish go out that way. Bye, fishies. If you have a connection to something, you're more inclined to speak up about it, to protect it. Awesome job today, guys. That's what drives me on a daily basis, to see the spark that I had as a kid grow in someone else. You're awesome. We need more hands in the field. So if you're around, we'd love your help. Bye. Thanks for coming, guys.